<clears throat> what up, dogs? It's your boy back here with another bonus episode. Um, all right, this one is one I've been meaning to record for a while. I watched uh this, well, one of the three movies that I'm about to talk about like weeks ago. Okay, and I was I was really excited about it. I was so hyped. I was like, I gotta record an episode about this. The 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 energy of this movie is palpable. I can feel it. But, uh, and then I never did, obviously. So I'm gonna recoup my losses now and try to bring some of that excitement, uh, to this current moment. Uh, righty. Alright, alright, alright. The John Wick movies are the shiznit. Dude, these movies are so cool, okay? They're the, they're the best. I remember when John Wick 3 was coming out and everybody was so hyped, right? And then... I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm hyped too. I'm gonna go watch one and two, and I did, and they were amazing, and so I was super ready to watch three, and then we never saw it in the theater. I saw it a couple weeks ago, uh, rented it from Redbox, and uh, wowie zowie, I loved it, but I'm gonna rerun really quickly because I want to talk about my feelings about one and two briefly. So totally remember everything about both of them but i really like them i know i i know that i didn't love one as much as i love two now i can appreciate that one is obviously a technically better made movie i think it's got a tighter script it's maybe better paced and it's just in general it's a little more grounded and i don't know there's i know for sure it's probably a technically better movie but I don't think I enjoyed it as much as 2, just because I think 2 more embraces the fun of it. And also 1, there's a certain, there's a build-up, almost like in every Halloween film, where there's, like, Dr. Loomis comes in and he's like, This is pure evil! You don't know what you're dealing with! And it's like, before Michael goes crazy and kills everyone, it's like, you know, and he's escaped and then... It's that kind of thing. So you have a lot of scenes of that where it's like, do you know who this is? This is John Wick. He's the boogeyman and all this stuff. And there's a lot of build up to this guy is ungodly good at assassinating. And then, I mean, he's okay. Like, obviously he's really good at it, but like, I don't know. Like, he does have to get his ass saved like a lot. Well, not a lot. I I don't know. Just like... I don't, I don't know, I wasn't in, as impressed. Like, I feel like if you build him up that much, you need to have him act the way he does in 2 and 3, whereas if it was a more modest build-up, and it was like, you know, this guy is really good, you shouldn't have messed with him, but it's not like, this guy is gonna kill you with a 3,000-meter snipe from across the Mexican border. He's gonna kill you across two countries, and then he's gonna come back over there, and he's gonna resurrect you, and then he's gonna turn you into two people so that he can kill two of you again. It's like, you know, it's it's that much. It's like he's got a godly status. But if maybe that's starting to emerge as the movies went on, maybe as he keeps going through and, like, completely destroying this entire ring of assassin people like maybe his legend grows even more i don't know i'm sure they probably could have possibly planned all that out because i'm sure this was meant to be a one done thing and it just happened to become very popular and rightfully so i think it's a really good movie it's definitely entertaining and a lot of the kills were really cool especially when he's first suiting up and i could definitely feel the hype uh, of that and it's to a certain degree pretty heartwarming too. I really love the end 
when he finds the new dog and and I do I I love that the motivation doesn't have to do with the wife being killed, more the memory of her being killed. God, I love that. That's so unique. And when it, you know, the idea is pitched to you, I'm sure you're like he kills them because they killed his dog. Like that just kind of seems like a a little far-fetched. But I think the way it's played in the movie, it's really well done and it's so ingenious. It's just it's the it's a familiar premise, but it's just twisted like a little bit to make it really fresh and entertaining. And I I don't know whose idea that was, but it was a pretty genius call. Uh, so I think those are definitely the highlights of the first movie. And it is, admittedly, very well shot and choreographed. Like, I was never really confused. The action is very clear. Uh, and it's just a visually impressive film. It's got a really cool color palette. It just looks good. I really liked it. Uh, I like a lot about it. The only thing, I think the only other complaint I could lobby at it is the ending is a little disappointing, the final fight, I don't know, it just seems like he's torn through all these other guys, and yeah, maybe he's a little weak at this point, but still, I feel like he could dispatch the final guy pretty easily, but either way, that's small potatoes in the grand scheme of things, I think that this is a really well-made movie, and while I probably won't come back to it as much as I'd like to come back to two and three, it does serve as a very interesting movie, and uh, I'm definitely glad to have watched it, I would recommend it. Uh, alrighty, this is, I'm gonna start with this, and I, I don't know why, but another thing I really like is the world building. This, too, really capitalizes on the world building, uh, in a big bad way, and one of the things that I like that they carry over from the first movie is the cop that lives near him, that's just, like, totally familiar with all the crazy antics that go on in his house. That was really cool, I like that guy, uh, and not only that, I also really like just the general world that they create in this movie. It's so, I don't know, it just feels so natural. And, you know, you expand from the Continental Hotel to all these different places across the U.S. And Lawrence Fishburne is introduced and you see all the different layers to this organization. I love that. That was really, really cool. And just the, again, the color palette and the weird juxtaposition of like, older cars and they have the coins and then they have the old telephones and it's like operators and all kinds of stuff man that's really cool and then yeah a lot of this movie is really cool the fight in the catacombs is pretty fun when he's just like a just going crazy on people in the coliseum that's really cool uh the uh this is I don't like the part where that girl is randomly a Satanist or something, and then she like kills herself in the pool because she's sacrificing herself or something. That was really weird and uncomfortable. I did not like that part. Uh, but, I mean, that's, all, that's honestly one of my only real complaints about it. Uh, I, it's generally pretty epic and really, really cool. And the final shot also, man, is that awesome. That is just as he's running through the park and... They're all getting their text. Ah, oh, that is so cool. And I love characters that make bad choices, but you empathize with why. I think that's really awesome, too. The fact that, yeah, he does kill this guy, but it's not like this guy didn't deserve it, and it's not like you're 100% on John's side when he does so, regardless of the consequences. I think it's a really interesting predicament to put the character and the audience in as well, and it's really good way to kind of interweave plot and character to create a natural third installment. And I think that's really awesome. Uh, 
The only other thing I think I could complain about, and this is very small, again, these movies are just fun, they're not meant to be taken super seriously, and so I'm not going to try to pick them apart as if they are, but I will say that the timeline of events, like the how quickly he can travel between like countries, it, it gets a little ridiculous uh, in this movie, and especially this the third. But and like I said, small potatoes. Ooh, also, walking, fighting, walking like discreet gun firing. That is so cool when he's fighting Common on the train, and even before that when they're just in Grand Central Station, and it's like they're walking by, and you just like. <laughs> That was my silenced gun sound, in case you didn't know. And they're just, like, shooting at each other, and it's, like, hitting the walls and stuff, and they're trying to make sure that no one notices. I don't think you guys really have to worry. Even if they do notice, they're probably not going to do anything. But, uh, yeah, that was really cool. All right. Now we've come to what I consider to be not the best movie in the series, but 100,000% of the most fun. John Wick, Chapter 3. Parabellum. Dog. This movie is awesome. This movie is the super shiznit. It's so, it's so good. Oh my god. Okay, like I said, not meant to be taken seriously. Probably, technically, not the greatest movie. It's not as well written as the first one. There's not a lot of pathos or real character development. I don't care. This is such a purely action movie, and god, I loved it so much. Dude, I'm gonna spoil some things. Sorry, go watch it. Horse foo, dog foo. Uh, we got like sword stuff. We got oh, there's so many the the old gun foo. We got all kinds of stuff. I can't even keep track of all of it. Uh, oh my god. When he okay, so he's fighting the guys in like the little stable, and he kicks the dudes with the horse, and and then he like hops on the horse and he starts riding away, and I was just laughing like a maniac. I was like having so much fun it's so freaking cool dude he ah when they go to like egypt or wherever and he's with halle berry and uh they got the dogs dude the dogs are so cool she like boosts it up the wall it's like a combo move and they're just going through and just like just executing everybody and the dogs get in the car and the dogs are like flipping people around and they got their bulletproof vests on oh god damn that's so cool it's so good i love it um oh what else what else what else when he's fighting people with the on on motorcycles that's freaking epic ah uh, i wish i could the oh my god the the beginning when he's in the antique shop and he like makes the gun and then they're fighting with the axes and they keep ripping stuff out of the antiques uh, like the the displays and they're fighting with them that is so cool and ingenious oh i love it so much and then even the end it's like how do we make just shooting a bunch of people interesting you make them people that can are immune to your shots. That was so creative and really, really cool. Uh, what else? What else do we have? I feel like there's some more stuff that I'm missing. And I know there is because... Uh, the horse is like the big thing. God, that was so cool. Um, the dogs and the antique stuff. I don't know, I feel like there's so much. It's been like a couple weeks since I watched it. I, 
I don't want to watch it again now. I just got myself all hyped up. But, yeah, man, it's it's so cool. It's 100% worth the watch. There was some stuff, like, he knifes a guy in an eye. I have a history. I had, I have a history with eye-related, like, injuries or just problems. I don't feel like getting into it, but just eye stuff in any movie makes me very uncomfortable. But, uh, but other than that, I mean... Oh, God, it was so fun. Oh, I loved it, dude. I loved it. Ah, you have to watch John Wick Chapter 3. And, I mean, I would recommend watching the first two as well because I know I certainly had a lot to catch my dad up on. We watched it together, and he hadn't seen either of the first two. And I figured he wouldn't really need to, but he was very confused by, like, what's going on with the excommunicado stuff and, like, not not even I explained to him what that meant and everything before we even sat down to watch it but like just the general aesthetic and like just the weirdness of the continental or the the high table that was I don't know that just was a harder uh, harder bridge for him to clear so I'm I would definitely recommend after you know after seeing how someone reacts to not seeing the other two I'd probably recommend seeing the other two first but I suspect you'll have the most fun with this one because it is so fun. And there's stuff, there's just stuff like the more it goes, and they're fighting through the glass and, oh, and they have the, they have the girl who's like a secret, not a secret agent, but she's arranging with them like their excommunication and everything. Ah, oh, dog, it's so freaking cool. I love it. I just want to go watch it now. I'm probably not gonna, but man, would I like to. Ah. Thousand percent recommend. Not oh, book foo. We got book foo too. That's another thing in this movie. Uh, uh, there were only two complaints. Well, mm, maybe no. I think I think just two. Yeah. So, I guess my, I will say it. I did feel like it went on a little long, uh, and then the the it's still prevalent for for sure the clearing incredibly far distances in like a day it's like you know it takes a day to travel like across from pennsylvania to texas like there's no there's no way you're going from new york to freaking egypt or wherever they went in like 24 hours there's just no way but i mean it is what it is it's it's totally forgivable i don't i don't really mind and then um we're still in spoilers, so, okay, so, yeah, I guess I kind of have three things, uh, so two of that is that I, the ending was ridiculous, when they throw him off the roof, uh, I was, I was definitely shocked, but I was like, there's no way he's gonna die, right, and then it, just the way he falls, it's not a clean fall, it, they make it look higher than I think it actually is, and it's not like he does that cliche of, like, landing in garbage, it's like he hits everything on the way down, and just in the worst way, and there is not a chance in heck, no matter how armored he is, that he's still okay after that fall, that, I don't know, that just bugged the crap out of me, like, if you're gonna shoot him, maybe you dump him in the river, and then it's like, uh, maybe like one of the last shots is kind of like the end of the third Jason Bourne movie, where he just swims away, something like that, but, I mean, so they think, you know, it's conceivable that they think he's dead, but, like, it's also, you understand as an audience member how it's possible he's still alive, 
But this was just ridiculous. And then when he comes out, he kind of just looks like he was the last to fall asleep at a... Uh, or no, the first to fall asleep at a uh, boy's slumber party. And so, you know, all his friends just drew on him while he was sleeping. Like, it's not even close to the amount of damage that would have actually happened to you if you fell off of a skyscraper, basically, and, like, hit every fire escape and a dumpster on the way down. Like, crazy. Anyway, it's neither here nor there. It did kind of take me out of the out of the movie for a bit, but again, it's forgivable. Uh, it's just such a good time. And then the only other thing I guess I could say was that I think it's a little far fetched. I mean, New York is quite a large city with a a huge population. Uh, I think it's the most densely populated area in at least the U.S. So it's just crazy to me. To think that he can get go almost anywhere, and they just immediately know what he's talking about. He gets in a random cab, hands him the coin. This guy knows what he's talking about. You know, it's just the Continental is, or sorry, the the high table is everywhere. I don't know. That gets a little far fetched for me, but again, it's fine. Small potatoes. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, that's that. <laughs> Alright, well, I know I have some more stuff to say, but I can't think of it, so it's just gonna have to wait. Uh, ah, I hate when I get like this, where there's something I know I want to say, but I can't remember it. I should have written it down or something. Well, that's the way they cook the cookie crumbles, you know what they say. Ah, thanks as always for listening. I really, really appreciate it. If you like this show and you'd like to spread the word about it, uh, you can do so by leaving a review. That's really helpful. Uh, you can do it just write an app. Five stars would be great. You don't even have to write anything. Uh, if you could tell a friend, that'd be awesome. But if neither of those sound good, but you think, well, I do have a comment or a suggestion, well, you can send those to me uh, a variety of ways. You can hit me up on Instagram at giovandrioli1, or you can follow the show on Instagram where I post pictures uh, about updates on the show, teasers for movies I'll be covering, all that kind of stuff. Uh, that's at moviesandmorepod at gmail.com. And then if you want, oh, sorry, that's my email address. Uh, the Instagram is just movies and more pod, uh, uh, on Instagram. And then, yeah, like I said, if you want to email me, uh, it's movies and more pod at gmail.com. All right. Uh, thank you so much for listening again. I just want to thank you. I'll try to keep the episodes coming more regularly. I hope you enjoyed this. Go watch all the John Wick movies and I'll see you next time. Stay to the end of this episode. in the room he's lit hope we make it out of here let's go she saw my eyes she know i'm gone Ooh, seen some things that she might fear i'm doing a show i'll be back soon that ain't what she wanna hear